We can get into it. Cool. Sitting here with uh, Wallace Begay, race director of Alien Run Mountain Bike Race. And I guess, first of all, man, I just want to say thank you for doing that. It's, hey, uh, it's wonderful. It don't pay very well. No, it doesn't pay well. <laughs> and it's a lot of work. Yeah, but you know the best part about it that I really like about it is I, it's for the community, and I love mountain biking. Nice. That's why. It's fun. And been doing this shoot with um ed strauss for like since 2002 13 and then brian and the rest of the atos group we kind of branched out a little bit more changed some things around in 2014 2015 so it's been wow you know i've been doing it for close to seven years now so man that's so crazy how how, how many years has the uh, alien been going oh well this is the 19th um annual race so wow. close to 20 years i, I um it, you know and that started out, I think, as a fundraiser for the library, um, the actual race. And um, I, I know some guys in the community that had um, competed in the first event. And so and they said it was kind of, it was fun. It was just they were um, doing laps or something like that. And um, But I, um, the Size Brothers had come up with this trail and along with um, the library director at the time to... Uh, make a fundraiser and it really was to promote to try to build a new library which wow. is the building just yeah. you know right behind us <laughs> so Damn. but how's a little bit how, how's it changed a little bit over the years the as far as course as far as the actual race um you, you know um i i have some pictures and some video footage that i found um on the library server and they were getting ready to decommission that server, and they, we pushed up a bunch of files from the um, library director that started when that was here when I started. Actually, I known her for a long time, but she had a bunch of pictures up there, and I saw pictures of downtown where they were started, like around near the bistro or maybe by the theater or something like that. And they would start going down that road and make their way out onto the. Um, Navajo Dam Road or something like that. I don't know how to get up to it and then go past the go-kart track and start in what we call the Mountain View system today. <laughs> and they would ride that all the way clear out to the Alien, going down some oil field roads. Wow. So it was like a 30-mile race at that time. Cause, yeah, just to get out there. Yeah. Like about probably half the ride <laughs> yeah. <get> to Alien. <laughs> exactly. And so, and those were the pictures that I saw. They were like starting out downtown. Wow. I mean, that's an epic ride. I mean, it's like a yeah. long, long one. And and then a few years back, we would start at uh, Mountain View. Right. right. Right behind the motocross track. Right. And then, and then do that, kind of loop that. Uh, how, how come that did, How come that went away? Uh, you know, we... Or that, would we bring it back ever? Well, we, we bite. We have to look at it. And the, the big thing was is um, permitting. Okay. Uh, um, that area was um, is BLM parts of it, and then parts of the course actually ran across state lines. Okay. And so we would have to actually mess with a couple permits. We'd have to get state approval and also federal approval. The BLM approval was was pretty well straightforward, and we're just like you know we don't want to mess with uh, two other agencies. That's you know we'd have to indemnify the state, and we already indemnified the BLM for our insurance, and so. We just made a tactical, you know, strategic decision to also, you know, to keep it contained as well too. You know, we don't have to have nearly as many volunteers because of the roads and, yeah. you know, one year we were short volunteers, so we had to have depend upon signs and. Oh yeah. So 
Um, so that was that was one of the big changes, um, you know, and, and that was great. You know, that I, I, I liked it. I actually raced that twice, starting nice. out at uh, Mountain View. And then the last time I competed in it, I started out on the highway, um, just at the beginning where you turn off to go on Navajo Dam before you wait, right. before you're going into Tiger Park. I remember that one. I th- yeah. think that was 2015. Yep. So yeah, 2014, I, I, um, oh, so I can't remember what, I think it was 2012 or 2011 is when I did the race. So it was a long That's time cool. ago. So I think you're gonna have to line up again soon. Yeah, I will have to, I'll have to lose <laughs> a lot of weight first. <laughs> <laughs> How funny, man. And then, uh, and then you just listen to, just get feedback, right, from riders. Yeah, out yeah, we, we take feedback. That's, that's how, how it grows. We, yep. Um, you know, one year we did a, um, we partnered. Um, I think it's we're going on our fourth year. We partnered with um, New Mexico Off Road Race Series, and one of the things was that you know they um, they're big um, supporters of USAC, the, the organization, uh-huh. so they try to support USAC, and so we we did it that way that one year and. It was okay, you know, and we got some input like, you know, hey, you might get more riders if you don't do that. And we kind of like, okay, well, you know, we'll try it again without people Mm -hmm. and we'll push more. And this was with the change up at um, hosting the race up at the um, actually at the Alien Trailhead. Um, So we did that and we had pretty good turnout that year, the following year. Reason being is because with USAC, you have to purchase a temporary or a day license. Exactly. And so that could be. how much extra is that? Uh, most time, typically, the day licenses that I've seen when I've competed were like ten dollars. Okay, ten bucks. So if your race fee is like thirty bucks, then your total race cost comes in at forty dollars. Wow. And some people don't like that, um, but if you're you don't get your annual license from USAC, then you don't have to pay that. You just pay your straight annual fee, and that's what I did um, when I I did a couple races down in with the New Mexico Off Road Race Series. And um, I just bought my annual license and raced it in, um, four races that year. So I did um, no three. Take that back because I didn't get the race to Alien. I had to manage it and be a partner with it. And, and but I did like the uh, hmm, Red Apple Rally. Uh, I did the Squash Blossom and I raced it at La Tierra Torture and the nice. two other systems, uh, La Tierra and. Uh, the gallop systems those are actually pretty fun too and really yeah it's different than the venue that i've because i've only ridden just here in this four corners area here in durango and cortez that's it yeah and you know so i it was a fun experience but i love our trail system especially aztec i mean it's just right here in our backyard yeah if i'm crazy i'll go out and ride in my own backyard (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly um i wasn't gonna ask you oh yeah i was wanting to back up a little bit oh okay Uh, you mentioned uh, getting license and stuff earlier for for the race. What for anyone out there wanting to put on a race? What all as the race director? What all goes into doing this? What I mean from from A to Z. How, to how Z? would you start to put on this event? And I, I just kind of wanted to paint a little bit of a picture for the listeners to kind of see how much work goes into it. I mean, it's not a ton, but if you have a little bit of help, but I, I think it's a lot of work, and yeah. you stay pretty busy. Yeah, um, <clears throat> well, when um, Brian and I, uh, Vincent from As- from Aztec Urgent Care, he's also an ATOS member and a treasurer. When we started out, we actually kind of like lined up a whole lot of items that we wanted to accomplish. And and we were trying to find ways that we could have it templated even for next year. So 
the big thing is the big and foremost thing is your course uh, since we're on BLM lands we are able to put in a permit for like five-year setup Doug McKim and the BLM those guys are all great Stan Allison they help us get our permit set up so we're on I think on our fourth year so we got one more year after this and then we just have to apply for it again and do another extension of our permit nice. so that streamlines the process that's the big thing there of course you know once you get your your course established and we're on designated BLM lands we just get our paperwork all updated pay our fees next thing of course you got always talk about and this insurance you know you yeah. want to make sure you provide um insurance so that you can cover your riders cover yourself as a race director in this case you know our um, aztec trails and um, open space uh, we make sure we're covered the blm's covered the race series group so we indemnify a lot of people that are contributing to this organ or to the race that are helping to put it on and also to be part member so that's one um then of course you know the big thing is always going to be funding uh, fortunately for us we were with atos and we've been doing this for a while we've been able to you know build up some good funding so we can always start out and start pushing things and collecting and buying stuff that we need um without having to be totally to, totally um unprepared for lack of a better word i can't think of any word but also there's um uh <clears throat> sponsorship yeah you know without all the sponsors you know contributing and it would we would lose a lot of money um you know shirts don't pay for themselves we give them out to riders and we and then we if we have extra we'll sell those and um but you know that was one of the things actually we took from rider input they're like man i'm tired of t-shirts you know and <laughs> And why don't you make it optional to buy or something like that, you know, if you want it. And then, so we made it that if you want a T-shirt and our registration, um, select it. If you don't, say no. And then we'll know not to pass you out a T-shirt. But, you know, and so we made it that way at one time. And then now, so it's it's just changed around. Um, and so we got the course. And, of course, you know, you got to make sure your course is good. They always got to walk the course, mark it. Um, generally we do those like uh, a day before the race so get on your bike and since it's one of the alien trail you know it's pretty well used pretty much everybody here that competes in this area know the trail pretty well and know the little places to duck and the places that you got to watch for sand and yeah. you know if you rode if you rode the course the day before then you'll know where to wash and washed out the sand <laughs> so <laughs> so that's that's my recommendation to you guys that want to uh, ride but Anyways, so, you know, and the big thing is, you know, just making sure we mark the areas like where um, the trail crosses the oil field roads. Yeah. You, you know, we want to put a little small sign up to let um, oil field trucks say, hey, look, you know, we got a race going on today. Just we've got some riders that are coming up here getting ready to cross the road if you happen to see them. So and, and so we have that. We flag the trails. So that's that's really good. And, you know, I, I think, you know, this weekend, um Ed Strauss and a couple of the Boy Scouts were going to go out and do some trail maintenance on it. And that's great because I'm not sure what you know, badge you're going to get for it but or work. Um, but, you know, we get community help from that. And that's one of the big things that's really cool about this race, I think, because it started out as a library funding type project. At least that's my understanding. Um, but everybody wants to get involved with it. 
one way or another. And I think when the community gets involved behind an event like this, it 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 makes it it makes it fun. It makes it entertaining. Um, and and the big thing too is that it kind of makes us ask us, you know, hey, what else can we do for a community? Yeah. So, especially with the youth, you know, I, I, I like to see the kids out there. And one of the things that we did, and I we thought it was cool, is the uh, with the race, with the with the change of venue, we did a little kids rate kids course, and we'll do that again this year. It's the little kids. We give them the old plates for the number number plates, and they can go ride the nurse strider or their little bike, and they just go up to the cattle guard where before you cross into the old Perfect. trailhead, and they kind of loop back, and it's kind of fun. I, I dig it. I, li- I like it. I think it's the funnest thing ever. But So aside from that, um, you, you know, and we pretty much have gotten everything uh, templated out. I uh, got the flyers templated out, changed the background. You know, one year we had you on our flyer <laughs> coming yeah. cruising through. The only one wearing a motocross shirt yeah. at, a, at a mountain bike race. <laughs> so That's funny. But, um, hey, it was a cool pick. So I was like, yeah, we'll do this. And then I realized it until I looked at it later on. I said, oh, that's Chris. <laughs> that's too um, funny. So that and, you know, volunteers. You know, we get we get people that, you know, the a group comes out and uh-huh. helps out. We're all there up early and um, big group. Um, City of Aztec, you know, they allow us to use some of their um, trash cans at a general uh, parks and recs department. And they provide anything and... Um, when Steve Miller was in charge of the Parks Rec, he's like, you know, if you need help, you know, for our community event, uh, you know, we can supply stuff. And and the trash cans have been the great because nobody wants to just have their trash floating around out there. And yeah, so, that's true. And, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, and I said, and uh, Serrano's has been great. They're one of our sponsors, and I'm hoping they'll be a good sponsor again this year. So Nice. And then you mentioned that you might have a trash sponsor this year. Maybe they could just oh. take a, a big four-yard or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um we have um, uh, waste management. They're a sponsor, and they were. So we got their little logo. We'll push it up on the website here, and been kind of lacking on the website here lately. Just been really busy. But yeah. if you guys go to the website, you can register and come out and race and have some fun. Dude, that's so cool. Uh, I'm gonna ask you. Uh, are there any changes that? Is there anything that stands out to you where you would want to see change? I mean, just off the top of your head, what what would you like to see but done different or anything like that? Or just it'll it'll kind of change itself. It'll kind of, if anything, like I guess what I'm saying is uh, like outer limits or even creating a new trail. Like, is there? Yeah, you know, one year. Um, we did do one change. Uh, we included like a, maybe like a two mile segment of outer limits. Oh man! And um, and that was a brutal one. I mean, I felt it's a hard I, climb in it. Yeah, climbing up all that cobble. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, I rode it the week before that, and I was like, man, I'm sucking wind. I'll just push my bike up rest of the way. <laughs> was but, that not very popular? You know what? I don't know. I you know some of the riders thought that it was, um, I think kind of a little bit too much but at the same time it's you know the way i look at it's mountain biking you know it's a cross-country race you hit i I, what i liked about it was is that or what i like about the alien course out there is you hit everything you hit cobble sandstone dirt clay it's all multi-faceted terrain and that's what the i the way i see mountain biking or in this case cross-country it's you know it's 
off off road. You got to be ready for any type of thing. You got to be ready for climbing. As a as a rider, you, you know, build your cardio for those climbs. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not a roadie race, you know. And those were some of the other gripes too that we had. And I was just like, oh, it's you know, when when we did the big long extended um, rides on the um, oil field roads. And some people are like, well, you know, it's we, we get killed by the roadies and then we get stuck behind them. And then I've heard, well, that's a good place to transition and beat somebody. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I don't, you know, we we, we just, we're, we tried to make it so that we tried to take the most rider input. I mean, if we ever get back to that kind of race again, we definitely would need a whole lot of yeah. um, um, support uh, people to, yeah, support staff to just keep an eye on the roads and but you know, and all in all, um, I think everybody's been pretty mindful that we, if you establish and put signs out there, you know, people are aware. Yeah. So I mean, I've not ever had, you know, knock on wood here, a major issue with vehicles and in riders out there. So, but the the, the big change that I would uh, see, um, I I always thought about it'd be kind of cool to maybe use the whole um, outer limits. Yeah. But I. I would the way I gauge it is like if it takes me three hours, it should take a professional rider <laughs> like an hour. <laughs> so, uh, so what's the mileage on outer limits from Trailhead? You know what? I um I'm not sure. I think it's like fifteen miles now. Probably. Um, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to look at the BL, you know the um BLM um uh they we have a list up on the um, AztecNM.com website of all the trails in the area. Oh, okay. And um, uh, Ed Kotick and the um, uh, Visitor Center Department have done some of that mapping. And, you know, the, it, I think that has the outer limits and it, it shows the trails. But I'm, I'm thinking it's between 13, 15 miles for one lap from the start of the trailhead and then back. Yeah. So. I, I've rode that, you know, a couple of times, but it feels a lot longer than that. Yeah, it does. I mean, you know what? I think it makes it seem longer is a lot of the rough, tight climbing. Yeah. And um, it just feels like there's a lot of turns, a lot of little punchy uphill climbs and yep. just weaving in and out of trees. It feels like you're you're out there. It feels a lot. Yeah. Like I, a lot longer ride than 15-mile ride because if you just ride 15 miles on a road opposed to that, it's a – and yeah. it's not fast. You get it, You see a lot of these trails like boggy – um Phil's world you know really fast trails you just they fast you know, and flow move yeah they're they're they, yeah they just flow they're fast and you can knock out 10 15 miles no problem outer limits is yeah there's not really any place where you open up completely no it's all kind of like turn 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 little climb little yep. downhill turn turn little <laughs> yeah a lot of climbing a lot of climbing <laughs> yep and then the only break you get is this when you happen to cross our oil field road, right? And then you and have to climb kind of that flat. thing, though. Yeah. You have to climb up that road for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've... Oh, my gosh. I cannot think of how long... When the last time I actually climbed that. Or not rode that. It's been years. Yeah. So maybe I'll make it an effort this year to go out there and ride it. Just, there you go. I'll, um, I'll, I'll use a hydration pack. I won't pack a water bottle. <laughs> or just go park out there, like, halfway yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, park, park out, out at the midway point. <laughs> so... so Anyone come into this race, never been here before, what what could they expect as far as uh, showing up race day? We'll just start showing up race day, what the fee's going to be, what time they're going to start, where to park, where the start's going to be, and then like what to expect trail-wise. So as they show up, like what what, what do they expect race day? This will be May 4th, right? 
Correct, May 4th. Okay. So May 4th, if you're just rolling in and you haven't registered yet, we will have open registration that day too. Fees are going to stay the same, $40 and $30. I'm not doing a late fee like some other organization events to do. I just don't want to have to deal with that. It's just, yeah. it's just keep it more streamlined and you know keep the cost down. Cool. So people can like, uh, hey, I'm going to race. Uh, no, I'm not going to, you know, and then they're not. And, and but, I know that's one thing you've tried this year is to get the cost down a little bit yeah. more just yeah. to well, we, just to help people out. Yeah, we help people out. We, we keep our costs down. Um, I looked at a lot of the other races, and we, we um, I tried to stay below them. Nice. Um, but going back to race day. Um, so race day, definitely come in, um, fill out your packet, make sure you got your bike, uh, make sure you got a helmet. If you don't have your helmet, we're not going to let you on the course. Nice. That's for your protection and for our protection, mainly your melon. Yep. So, <laughs> and um, and if you've never ridden mountain bike other than maybe like two weeks or three weeks, and believe me, I've had some riders register like that. They're like, I just bought my mountain bike. Oh, yeah, great. Well, how long have you had it? Oh, I had it for like two weeks. And I'm like, nice. and you're registering for your first race. Man, that's crazy. I, that's it. <laughs> and it's funny, they bought, about, they bought their bike, and the first thing after that is when they were signing for us, I said, you do have a helmet, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got the whole helmet. And, <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, my recommendation is uh, do the beginner's course. Yeah. Um, and um, <clears throat> do that so that if you decided to tap out and – Midway, you can always catch it. Um, we have staff and some people out there on the trail, and you can say, hey, you know what, I'm done, and you can just come in. But so, you know, that for sure, if you've never done that. And if you're coming in from town, depending if you're coming in from Durango or from uh, south of Albuquerque, uh, we got a map on the website. So just set your GPS to come in the Aztec, and if you hit that little PDF map on there, so if, before you even leave, maybe you can print it out. It'll tell you, you know, in the you know, as soon as you hit downtown Aztec right there at the main intersection where it goes up, travels north to Durango, or you can travel south to Bloomfield, or go straight to Farmington. I believe it's like two and a half miles out before you hit the Heart Canyon turn. Okay. Um, there's a big oil field building out there, um, a tin building. They used to have an American flag up there, and so, but you'll see the flagpole and just turn down that Hart Canyon Road and keep going. And the cool thing that the BLM has done is they put their signs out. Yeah. So you drive like maybe a mile and a half off of the main highway, 550 heading north to Durango or coming in south from Durango, um, you'll hit a BLM sign. tells you right there, um, Alien Run Trail, yeah. X amount of miles. And then just keep traveling on that dirt road, and then you'll see our next sign. Um, that the BLM has put up and we'll have our little sign saying hey race day and just turn there on that and you'll keep going you'll see the start line you'll actually we're starting down at the bottom of the hill right next to this huge compressor and so um, hopefully we'll have some flags out there and we'll get that and you'll start there and climb up the hill but if you're coming to parking just keep driving up the hill and we'll have some parking you can park along the side of that oil fill road most of the main um, lot for the alien run will be slated for um, support staff, uh, vendor booths, um, race teams that um, have come up that want to, um, our local race team, uh, uh, Devo, the yeah. kids people, and um, they'll come up and they'll set up so that they can have some swag, I guess maybe trying to recruit and, you know, yeah. just promoting mountain biking here in this area. And so, yeah, just come up there and Make sure you got your bike and your helmet and 
you're ready for some fun, some water. We'll have some. We'll have. Um, we'll plan to have a food truck out there, and nice. um, we'll have some hydration, also known as water and Gatorade. Probably, <laughs> it's the best kind there is out there. Uh, and so, yeah. Um, what are uh, what are the race categories? Race categories. Uh, yeah. We have. The professional category, which we will pay a, a small cash purse out, um, nice. top three, first, second, and third, uh, male, female, um, same, same payout for both categories, and Very cat cool. one, uh, first, second, third, um, place awards, um, category two, and that is. Um, uh, so pro and cat one, will they be riding the same course? Yes, pro okay. cat one will be riding the same course which is going to be uh, three laps of the um, main loop. Okay. So it adds up to like 27, 28 miles, I think. Okay. I can't ever remember. Let me pull up the, I should have pulled up the website, but. And um, the Cat 2 riders will just do two laps, and the beginners will actually ride um, the little turnoff point. They won't actually ride the full alien loop. They turn off, and it ends up only being like seven miles. Oh, okay. So, so the, okay. We'll have flagging, and you know, this year I'm going to make sure we have um, some um, some more support staff out there instead of nice. just the one person. So, we had a little bit of confusion last year with um, some people that turned too early, and so that's happens. Yeah, it seems like every year something something little like that happens, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, and it's a bummer deal, you know. Yeah. We had it, we had it flagged off, but you know, when I think you know when you're tired. Yeah. Coming for your lap, you're going, like, oh, I turn here, just my turn, and, you know, believe me, I've gotten lost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one more thing I wanted to mention was uh, the, this race is presented by Aztec Trails and Open Space. Yes. So uh, where does the money go for that, and why should people come and support it? Um, well, Aztec Trails and Open Space, we try our best to put the money back into trails development, and whether they're for hiking paths, uh mountain biking or along the roadside um, if you guys go up there on the alien trail head we um, actually purchase and put in the um, bike service station so if you forgot to air up your tire when you go up there if you're just coming down for a quick blast you know we have our um, our um, their little service kit hook mm-hmm. up your bike pump your tires up make some adjustments it has all tools in there and we will maintain that and hopefully we'll also maybe put some more stations out um, here in the Aztec community. Um, we also, I think one of the groups too that we are helping is um, the motocross group. Um, nice. yeah. You know, they, they, they attend our meetings too. So we're not just um, yeah. foot and mechanical. We're, I mean, with mountain bikes, you know, we're looking at motorized too. Uh, we, so we, we try to put the money back in the community for outdoor Perfect. and you know that where it's i think that's great uh, yeah. quality of life around here for something to do other than you know sit at home and yeah and i think the future is pretty bright for Aztec trails and open space i feel like our uh, participation has gone up in the last couple of years i feel like people are starting to get more involved at least more interested yeah um now with the the whole community down here trying to uh, help out the economy with outdoor recreation. There's just a lot of good opportunity for, you know, for for nonprofits like Atos to go out and create new trails and just different things. You know, it's, it's yeah. an exciting time, and I'm I'm pretty pumped for it. So yeah, I like it a lot, and I think the biggest thing 
you know, my kids are grown, but I do have grandkids, and um, I think it's great that they could have something to go out there that we can do with them yeah. and ride bikes or go walk a path, um, hike some arches, or um, that's something better than just kind of sitting at home in front of the PlayStation or Xbox. <laughs> Granted, I am guilty of that, but <laughs> so cool, man. It, it beats the it beats just sitting at home. But yeah. getting out in the community, seeing what we have to offer. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks for sitting down and doing this, dude. Uh, how, if if people do want to volunteer, how could they get a hold of you? Um, um, you know, the best way to do, get do hold you need of me. Volunteers or always yeah. need volunteers. Oh yeah, we always need <laughs> volunteers. It's fun, you know, and uh, you know, racing and and uh, you know, putting on this race here event. And I all seen races. I've been to a few races and. And it, volunteers are the, one of the backbones, and and to help you, you know, save costs, and provide safety for the riders. Uh, we definitely love to have some volunteers. If they need to, if they somebody would like to volunteer, they're interested in mountain biking or want to get involved in mountain biking and uh, race type events like this. Um, you can um, go to the AztecTrails.org website. Uh, we have a contact form on there. And also on alienrun.com, there's a contact form on there. And what that does, that'll shoot to an email account. And um, and um, I check those daily. It actually comes to my iPad. Nice. So um, I will look there. They can contact there. And then absolute worst, you know, you can contact me on my cell phone if you feel like talking. Yeah. <laughs> and Or texting. That's at 505 330 eight nine one nine and i'll get that put up on the website and i neglected to put that up there so (laughs) i will put that on there so people can call or text and we can kind of do that so all right man i think that's it anything else you want to cover um uh how how do people sign up just uh alien run it's all registration links all that stuff yes quick and easy way go to alienrun.com you'll see big green button it says registration and we are going through active.com so the website's up there. It takes you straight to that um, site. You fill out and get it all set, log in. Uh, registration is going to be open all the way until uh, May 4th. I'm sorry, not May 4th, May 3rd. Uh-huh. Um, I'll probably shut it down at about noontime. So that's for um, electronic registration, and then we'll uh, process load the data into the racing system, and then we'll have open registration um, Saturday Saturday morning. So... 15 minutes before your race make sure if you're if you're registering that day get in because at about 15 minutes if the race starts at 10 30 um race will shut down race registration for that particular race group will shut down at 10 15 and that just gives us time to get everybody mobilized down to the starting line have a quick pre-race meeting but we will we will do our best to make sure you can come in and register so perfect um, last minute registration fellow slackers yes that's me too so come on out we'll we'll take your money with no increase right on man any uh is there anything any any questions that maybe people normally have camping can you camp oh yeah you can camp out there um just no fires obviously uh follow the rules that the blm sets for um camping out in open area okay um stay away from oil pads you know you don't want to light a fire around that area yeah but um 
That's it's mostly one, BLM. Most most everything around aliens BLM. Yeah, everything around the alien area is uh, BLM. Okay. So yeah, they asked us that if we do have people out there, don't park near the oil pads. Cool. Um, because those companies need to get in there and service them, and we don't need additional liability of yeah. somebody actually getting near some equipment. Um, but yeah, anywhere outside of that, it's just the BLM guidelines for camping out in an open space. Perfect. Um, One thing I would recommend is around the alien, there's actually a lot of arch sites, right? And yeah. Aren't those plotted to City of Aztec? Yes. Plot those in the visitor center or something? Yeah. Or yeah, on their if website? You go to the, yeah. If you go to the Aztec uh, visitor center here, when you come into town, uh, you know, look for Blake's and it's right behind it. Nice. And so get a burger and uh, go over to the visitor center. You can pick up the maps. Uh, we have trail maps there too as well. Printed trail maps for um, all the mountain biking in this area. Okay. And if you're like, hey, I don't want to carry a bunch of maps with me. I think um, they have a whole lot of that stuff as well documented on um, AztecNM.com's website. They, okay. they have um, GPX files, so if you want to load it into your Garmin, stuff like that. So Perfect. And the reason I mentioned the arches is I think those are excellent places to camp. If you're oh, just yeah. looking for a night, just dry camping. Yep. That are usually in front of those arches, there's big open areas and places to climb around. Yeah. Yeah, just you can dry camp all around those areas and all you know, I... I went, um, yeah, that one big arch that we did the cleanup at. Yeah, that was that's cool. That's pretty nice little area. You can kind of camp out there, and you know, the only thing we ask is this, you know, like the good old golden rule: if you pack it in, you pack it out. Yep. So, and we'll have trash cans, so you can dump your trash over there if you camp. Then you're like, I don't want to take this home. Yeah, there you go. We'll take your trash (laughs) because. So, awesome, Wallace. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, no problem. If you got any more questions, again, AlienRun.com. And I will update my phone number up there and call or text and or email. Right on. Sounds good. See you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye.